o'clock on Wednesday night, and I don't want to interrupt that song because it's such a beautiful, beautiful song. And the person that sings it is such a beautiful person. But you know what? It's time for Dr. Simple calling an hour at 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. Or is it? Yeah, it's 8.04, actually, for all you people that were sitting and waiting for me. Well, here I am. Anyways, I know we said we were going to talk about buses tonight, but there's something else that's on my mind. And guess what? It's my show, so I'm changing the story. So now... People that call in and say, what are we talking about? Well, we'll have something to say. So let me tell you something. I want to talk about the Olympics. Why do I want to talk about the Olympics? Because I, I don't understand. Not that I watch it, because who has time and whatever. And, uh, but I sit and I wonder that there are people that spend their entire lives working on one thing doing one sport, and trying to be the best in the world. And then they become the best in the world, and then what? And then it's like, okay, now what do I do? So I ran the fastest, or I jumped the fastest, or I swam the fastest, or I, I, I ski jumped. It's just, and then I just wonder, like, years and years and years and years they put into it from the time they're little. And I'm wondering, like, when a four-year-old is being trained to like to, to to ice skate does a four-year-old know what they're doing no it's the parents that really want that or i don't know what do you think about that i think that that's something that is very interesting because when a jew learns tyra or jew learns Torah and learns and does mitzvot and they achieve this huge goal let's say a person is makes a seal shots. So when he finishes shots, or, 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 is that it? So then he gets the gold medal and it's over? A person does a tremendous mitzvah, and they accomplish a huge mitzvah, and it's over? That's it? The truth is, no. It's not like an Olympic gold medalist who gets the medal and then it's done, and then the only thing you can think about is maybe outdoing himself. No, there's never ending a Jew's life is full of gold medals every single day. The Jew has an opportunity to do a mitzvah. The boy or girl has an opportunity to do a chesed. Their life is filled with gold medals. And you know what? When a Olympic champion's parents take them at three years old and schlep them to the ice skating rink and say, you learn how to skate, and every single week, and I, I was listening to an interview. I, I listened to the interviews. And I was listening to an interview of this person that run, won a gold medal. And she said, my mother took me since I'm three years old to learn how to skate. So three years old, this mother, because this mother has a dream that their child is going to be an Olympic gold medalist. So every year, and sometimes they even travel to a different state and they live by a different family for years. They don't even have any childhood. And then they go. And they're 17 years old, they get a gold medal, and then, I don't know, then they do commercials. I don't know, what do they do? That's it, it's done. But when our parents take us to yeshiva, and they take us from three years old, and every single day they take us, and they send us to learn Torah, they send us to do mitzvot, and they take us, and then they sacrifice in high school, and they take us to base measures, and they take us through a life of Torah. So a kid makes a siyum on a masachet. A girl achieves a goal in life. And then what? 
Then there's another goal. And then another goal. In every stage in life, there's another thing. Then a child grows up, then they go to base medish, then they learn. A girl gets married, and then she has a family. And then the family grows up, and then they have grandchildren, then grandchildren. And it's never ending. So I look at the Olympics and I say, wow, they're so, it's, it, that's so different than our lifestyle. We don't live for one goal. The final goal is, of course, Gan Eden. But even that's a continuation. There's never ending. There's never ending. I just wonder what you guys think about that. I'd like to hear what your opinions are about that. Because if you think about it, every day is another gold medal. Every day that a person does a mitzvah, does learn Torah, it's achieving another gold medal. And you know what? The other thing is, there's no gold, there's no silver, there's no bronze. Every word of Torah, every time you thank Hashem, or you talk to Hashem, or you speak to Hashem, it's, it, it's a medal. Hashem doesn't measure words, doesn't have to be this way, that way. Every conversation that we have with Hashem that brings us closer to Hashem, we're winners. And that's, that's the unbelievable thing. That's an unbelievable thing. And there's one last thing I want to say. This year, for the first time, and I don't know where I pick up all these facts, but I just pick up these facts. For the first time, there was a speed skater. And the speed skater moved her arm a teeny bit before the bell rang. So they disqualified her the first start. Uh, uh, she started too early. Then the second time, she did the same thing. And I saw the clip. It was her arm moved an inch. And that was it. She was out of the Olympics. Out of the Olympics. She prepared four years of her life out of the Olympics. There's no such thing as being out of anything with Hashem. It doesn't make a difference. Whatever you do, Hashem always accepts another chance. This person walked away her whole life. She prepared for this race. She moved her arm one drop. Done. 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 And it's over. And there's nobody to talk to. There's nobody to say, I'm sorry. I had to itch. Nothing. I don't know. Not with Hashem. With Hashem, there's no such thing as disqualified. There's no such thing. And that's an unbelievable thing. It's an unbelievable thing. I'm going to start taking calls. You know, we have a very disappointing caller because they wanted to talk about the bus. Oh, but, boy. you know, uh, let's, let's, so let's talk yeah, about let's, buses. Let's, let's, let's see. You know, but really, it's a very interesting topic, this Olympics. And, you know, the, the Olympics of life. Oh, yeah. This is the most important. The you know, I saw so many people in my life that work so hard, you know, and to build the muscles and all this. And suddenly after this finish and get the medal on the wall, become lazy and fat. And it's amazing. Just they concentrate only on a physical situation. You just get a medal, get something. That's uh, it. It's, 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 it's so sad. It's Very so sad. sad but and, you know, they feel, they feel that the, the parents abused them. Many, many of them. That the parents took their childhood from them. This is something that's different, yeah. you know. And, and it's true. It's true. But you know what? If if they, if people want to talk about buses, then I got it off my chest. We could talk about buses. 
Hi, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Yes. Hi, I want to say that um, people who who um, who think who bully on buses, people who like try to bully people like younger kids on buses, then they they really they don't have anything to do with it, but they just think they think that they're cool and they just wanna have fun. But is that fun? What a terrible way to have fun. I know, because they think that as long as they have fun, it doesn't matter if the younger kids come home and cry to their mother every day after school. But what could we do about it? Do you, do, you, do you have any ideas of what we could do about it? Because we can't let it go on. And the problem is there are no Rebbies and there are no Moras on the buses. And the bus drivers are like, uh, whatever. But what could we do about it? What do you think? Yeah, on my bus, some people used to do it, like be mean to younger kids. So... Two eighth graders, they started, like, they say, come, whatever, and then they go to the back of the bus and they start singing, like, I don't know, like, Mommy Man, Mommy Man or, like, some songs, and then everybody gets into it. And That's a beautiful story. People. That is a beautiful story. And I want every eighth grader to hear this, that, you know what? That's what I was waiting for somebody to say. How old are you? Ten. You're ten years old. And you know something? You... You are my favorite caller tonight so far. Ten years old, and you gave me what I'm looking for. I want the older kids on the bus, instead of bullying, instead of letting other kids bully, create a spirit. Maybe have a contest. Maybe have a game or something to get everybody sitting and having a good time. And this way, kids won't get, kids won't get bored, and kids won't get hurt. I don't believe that there are any bad kids, really, but kids get bored on the bus. And they're also all pent up from a whole day in school. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, ju- I just wanted to give a shout-out. We don't do my- shout-outs. I'm sorry. Okay? Okay, but you could, you, you could just say, well, we don't really do shout-outs. Because, you know what, not that you don't deserve it after being such a good caller, but then I'm going to have a, a bunch of ding-dongs calling in and saying, can I do a shout-out to my dog and things like that? I don't want to have that. Okay, thanks for calling. You know, they can t- ask the driver to put Jairus Radio and listen to music and sing together. That's true. <laughs> you know, just, or listen to the show. What time? It depends what the top on. That's true. Okay. We can put Jairus Radio on. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Well, I want to say that all the gold and silver in the world is not worth anything. You Probably are so right. You're, so finish, finish, finish. Totally. Go ahead. It's not worth anything. Even one percent of it's not even worth to one percent of Torah. You take Gan Eden, and that's worth to more than anything in the whole world. You are so right, my friend. You are so so right, and thank you for saying that. And not only that, see, but you know what? Even more than that, because the gold that they work for, they work for their whole lives. But you know something? A person could learn Torah his whole life. And every single day is a gold medal. Every single day is the prize of, of a lifetime. Because you know what? Every word that they learn over and over again is, is, is greater and greater. But thank you for that call. You're a thousand percent right. Okay? okay? Thank you. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? I have a problem with the bus. Okay. I'd like to help you. Tell me what's going on. Whenever I go on the bus, we have these like, bus monitors that says everybody to sit down. Okay. Um, and they're my age, fifth grade, and 
they always tell me to sit down, sit down. And well, the thing is like this. I think that it's important that you sit down on the bus for safety reasons. Because I no, know, but they're standing up. Okay, who appointed them to be monitors, though? The principal. Okay, so they really have a job to keep people safe. I mean, are they bullying you, or are they just making you follow the rules? I don't know. They're, they're making you follow the rules, right? They're making you follow the rules, and then I asked the principal. He said no. Today uh-huh. I go on first stop. Ah, well, see, that's a technical problem. Because you're on first stop, so you can't be a monitor. Well, you don't want to ride the bus to the end if you get to get off at the first stop, right? Right. So you know what? The probably best thing to do is probably find a reason to sit down because you're not going to be on the bus for that long anyways because standing up is dangerous on the bus. All right? Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi you're, on, hi, you're on the air. Hello. How are you? Hi. Um, uh, about the bus problem. Yes. I used to go to, I used to, when I was in second grade, I wasn't such a built kid. I was kind of skinny. And, okay. yeah, and there's this um, heavy kid on the bus, and he used to, like, literally pancake me on the seat. He would lunge himself off from the top seat and literally squish me on the seat, and I couldn't breathe. I feel bad for that kid because you know what? Because he had to find a way to use his weight because he probably wasn't very happy that he was a fat kid. No, he wasn't. Uh, but anyways, I feel bad for you. What did you do about that? Um, well, I stopped going on the bus and went to carpool. That's a very good thing. I, my kids don't go on the bus because I don't like the buses. But the fact is there was no one there to stop that? No one would stop that? Well, no, um, well... Uh, I taught, I was in second grade, so I wouldn't, I wasn't really like thinking about it. I, I know, told my but, parents, but, 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 but sadly, I'm not, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about anybody out there that hears this story. If I was on the bus and I saw a kid doing that to another kid, I think I would, I, I would flip my lid. I would say, what's wrong with you? And it was only second graders because we got out at a different time as every other grade. But I mean, see, but second graders have to have brains too. You know what I mean? Yeah, second I know, graders but have little. to. I know, but if everybody stands up and says to this kid, like, listen, we need to teach even second graders to stand up for what's right. And if they see somebody hurting somebody, we have to stop it. I don't care. And how- also um, about the girl who called and said that the eighth graders were singing. Yep. Sometimes it gets a little bit out of control because when I was on the bus too, they're like eighth and eighth and. Seventh graders are screaming like crazy and jumping, and the bus driver got real mad. Okay, but I don't know if we're talking about that. We're talking about something a little more organized. But but I, but you're right. Everything out of control to extreme is no good. But but I appreciate, and I hope any second grader that is hurt on the bus needs to like ask people around them, like, "Hello, am I like the only one with a brain over here? Someone please protect me." Okay. Yeah, because the bus driver said, "Oh, look at those ballerinos dancing in the back." Okay, the bus driver sounds like he's uh okay, whatever. He's a bus driver. All right, thanks for calling. Thank you. Thanks, bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Um I I wanted to say that like maybe like this whole this whole bus like system, like maybe they should get like like two like responsible like older people like that could really be a good monitor. And- that would be a good idea, but there's a problem with that. It's called money and the city doesn't pay 
for other employees. Where I grew up in Rochester, New York, we had bus monitors. And there was this very large woman who used to sit in the front seat. Her name was Mrs. Williams. And she was in charge of the bus. And let me tell you something. We did not get out of our seat. Right. They should have something like that. I know, but the city doesn't provide for it. But it's like all, all the bullying, all the, everyone does what they want because there's really like no one watching them. I think it would probably be better if we just taught kids to behave instead of getting some like prison warden but to sit there. kids and... still wouldn't behave because like the bus is like their time that they could do what they want because there's ah, no actual adult. I hear a problem. The bus is the time they can do what they want. Maybe that's not supposed to be. I know, like, even if the bus driver's a good bus driver, the problem is the bus driver has to, like, manage what he, like, driving, what he's doing. He can't. If kids would realize how unsafe it is. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, there, there were kids that were horsing around, and this is the school I went to, and a girl fell out the back door and died. And that, that happened to a girl in my elementary school, and that took care of our misbehavior on the bus because they, And how long did that last? It lasted. I'm... Old, and I still remember it. I remember her name. Because the fact is, they were jumping around, she hit the safety button, and the door popped open, and she fell out on the highway. So listen, you know what? It's not a joke, but I'm, I just think that kids could have fun, and there could be, a, but it doesn't have to be. I'm more concerned about kids beating kids up on the bus, kids being mean to kids on the bus, and kids being out of control. Older kids that want to sit and talk or, like, just want to socialize, I think that's very healthy. I think that's fine. And I think they should also, like, if they would have seatbelts or something, then everyone would really, like, like a car, like, the kids don't think and of not wearing They do wearing have seatbelts, seat and kids are supposed to wear seatbelts. No, we, but they, they always say you don't have to. If they would I have, know. If, if the city would make it, like, a real law, like coach buses and school buses, like, until certain age. Like, I know, but don't say that too loud, because I, I, I don't know if my kids would really like that. I know, but it's, you would be more happy. That everything would be safer. I'm happy, I'm happy with kids who are relaxed on the bus. I don't want kids hurting other kids on the bus. That's my problem. Kids who make kids miserable on the bus. There's some kids who are traumatized by the bus ride because other kids will take advantage of them and will be mean to them. That's my problem. The safety of the bus, the bus company takes care of, and the bus drivers reinforce. I'm worried about kids who are mean to other kids on the bus. That's my big problem with buses. That there's okay. nobody, to, that no, nobody stands up for the little kids or the weaker kids and says you, to, to the bullies that just because you're on a school bus doesn't give you an excuse to hurt somebody. And also, like the Olympic thing that you were saying, like I think that like less than like people doing it for money. I think people do it more for like, like they feel accomplished. It's like a big thing. Right, but then it's over. <laughs> no, you, you feel I mean, accomplished. Yeah, but then what? So now you get, what are you going to do? Like, it, 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 it's silly. Now that you did this, you, now you could do another wow, thing. Wow, I'm so great. I like jumped off a ski slope faster yeah. than everybody else and I landed and no, didn't break my like, neck. It's, no, it's not like Gaiva, like I'm so great. It's Gaiva. You feel, you feel accomplished yourself. It's Gaiva. You want to feel accomplished, you learn a mission. You, you learn right, a commission. So in that way also, but what if you want to feel accomplished in, in other things also? But it's, it, it's fine, but it's not worth anything. Trust me, I'm an old man. It's not worth anything. It doesn't give you anything because it all goes away. Tyra is the only thing that grows with you. You see the Gedolim. You see, you see, you see the Tzadikim. The older they are, the more they shine. The more they, they, the, the more they gleam. 
with the beauty. You see, that's just the way it is. It, 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 you never, it, doesn't, it doesn't get dull. Okay, thanks for calling, though. I appreciate your call. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for answering. You got it. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, hello. Hi, how you doing? Good, Baruch Hashem. I wanted to say that um, Boeing, does, uh, like, Boeing also means um, that like, when older kids, they tell um, like, younger kids that are, se- that, are seating on, that, are seated, that are seated on the bus, like, get out of the seat, I want, I want to sit here. And like, our, like, the person that's in charge of the bus always like, says, like, um, older kids should not do a uh, example to the younger kids or whatever, whatever. And but girls still don't listen. I hear you. I hear you. But you know what? But if a lot of kids would just put a stop to it, then it would stop. If kids would like really, really, if, if someone, you know what? A, someone doesn't walk around with like, with, without shoes and like with, with like silly socks in the snow because people would look at them and say like, you're crazy. Nobody does that. If people would look at mean people and say, you're crazy. Nobody does that. That's not the Torah way. It's not what Hashem wants. Hashem doesn't want us to be doing that. If people would look at them and say, like, what's up with that? Then people would stop doing it. The problem is other kids look at it and say, like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. And they just sit and they, they look at it. And then they, make, they give an audience to it. And then the, these cool kids, I don't know what you want to call them. They're not cool at all. They think, like, whoa, everybody's looking at me. Everybody thinks I'm really funny. But if other kids would say, you're not funny at all. That that's horrible. Then you know what? Then maybe they'd stop. And also my brother wants to say something. Okay. Here we go. Hi, brother. Hello? Hi, brother. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Yes. Yeah. When you bully somebody, it's it, besides for bothering the other kid, it's also a Hashem to the bus driver. If he's not Jewish or he is. And, and also... When when you bully people, the older kids, you, like like you can't just tell them get out of your seat because some buses they have like seventy kids, and 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 then the, everyone tries to get a seat because kids don't want to stand, and if kids reserve seats, then you because on those times you can't you you can't save a seat because there's other kids and males. And I also said, I wanted to say that that when you bully, when you bully, you you usually should never get it another chance because usually bullying is like on purpose. I agree with you. I don't think that I, bullying may be a chil Hashem, but I don't think that that's something I would be worrying about because guess what? That's like that's like the present bullies is disgusting. It's plain and simple disgusting. The fact that it's a Chil Hashem, it's a Chil Hashem to me, to everybody, to any person that watches the Chil Hashem. It's disgusting and, it, and, it, and, and it's, it's terrible to watch. And, and I agree with you, but I think that if there are 70 kids on a bus, that's a problem. Every kid needs to have a seat. We, I think, we have a bus that has 70 kids. That's very crazy. It must be a very long bus. <laughs> Every kid's supposed to have a seat, Sadiq. A lot of kids stand up. Okay. All right. So, well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to solve that. Thank you for calling. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. You think it's uh, legal? No, it's, it's, it's not. totally not legal. Totally okay. not legal. But who am I to say? <laughs>
<laughs> what can I say? He said it must be a huge bust. I, I want to say about something that the, the girl before said about the Olympics, you know, that it's, I would say that certain, t- a certain issue that it's really proud, you know, I think that when you play basketball or baseball, you have achievement of winning. Yeah. It's really achieving of winning, you know, but when to uh, devote your whole life for this kind of target, this is the, what, that's what uh, we, you're talking about. Uh, that's what, exactly. I'm talking about the goal of being the best. The no such thing as being the best. Because you can be the best for like one minute and then someone else is better than you because you're getting older and they're not. So being the best, there's no such thing. It's, it, 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 there's no such thing. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, Baruch Hashem. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Um, I wanted to say something about the Olympics. Okay, go ahead. Um, Goyim, like, it's like what they do because they don't have tours, so they spend their whole life on the Olympics. That's a very good point. People who don't have Torah, I don't like the word Goyim. It's not a word I like. But the people who don't have Torah, so they have to have something to occupy them. And that is, it is a, it is a lofty, for them, it's a nice occupation. And you know, a lot of the Olympians do good things with their fame and fortune. And a lot of them motivate people to do and to achieve and to reach their goals. And that's why I wanted, and I'm so happy because I wanted somebody else to say that also. That if they take their achievement and they tell kids out there, you know, you could work hard and you can achieve something, then it's a really good thing that they're doing. But some of them just wait and they say, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, and they get saggy and baggy and then they die. Like, I don't get that. I don't get that. Like, some of them, they just keep on coming back and they try and, like, you know, make, make more gold medals. They say, like, no, you have other things to do in your life. Like, I think they, they have foundations and they have ways of teaching kids good things. That's a, that's, a good, that's a good goal. That's a good way to use their achievement. So what that means, that's take, stepping it up, taking it to the next level. Okay. Uh huh. All right. Also, what was I going to say? Um, some bus drivers, like I understand, like people have to sit, but like some bus drivers, like they make you like statues. You have to sit. You can't even you ha- buckle. Okay, I understand buckle, but you can't make your hair on the bus. You can't move your briefcase. You can't this. Like, like oh, yeah. it's crazy. It is crazy, but you know what? On the other hand, some of them maybe have had bad experiences. So, I mean... Yeah, but, but, uh, but like, this first driver I had last year, she was working in the business for over 40 years. And my bus driver in the morning, he told me that this person was like that the whole entire time she was working. All right, so maybe... But she... it doesn't even make sense. Like, I understand buckling and sitting down. All right, but, but maybe not, she needs a life. Not moving your briefcase? I, I can't solve her problem, though. <laughs> She's not calling okay. into my show. I'm not going to solve her problem. I get it, though. Thank you. For, thank you for calling. Hi, thank you. Have a good night. You too. You too. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How are you? Okay, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Okay. What's doing? Uh, I'm on the radio. What's doing by you? Nothing much. Baruch Hashem. What's on your um, mind? Let me ask. What, what's the conversation? I only put it on the middle. Okay. You know what? Listen to the radio, and you'll hear what we're talking about. No, I heard. I heard. Hi, I'm, hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Hello. Um, I, I called last, um, last week to your show. 
about about um about recess and i and I said that um the lot of um are 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 because they're left out by the big shots, and I said the big shots um don't care, so I still stick to my opinion that usually people are are leaving out people by recess are usually the most but, popular people that are leaving but we're not talking about recess this week. I know so I'm talking about the bus. Okay. Usually people are leaving out people over by recess are the same people on the bus. Ah, I hear what you're saying. I'm sorry. They're around the clock bullies. I hear you. So you're saying that bullying is kind of like a, a, it's just a mida? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a 12 hour job. It's a around the clock job. Aha. Uh-huh. So how do we help them? I think that, I wouldn't call it a job. I call it a disease. That's so more like that, it. It's a, it's a, so it's like, it's kind of like a full time disease? Yeah. So how do we get, is there like an ointment that we could give them for this disease or a pill? I don't know. What you said before is the same thing as you said last week, that you should make a, a union to like get them to stop. That's right. Anti-bullying. We don't put up with it. It's like if everybody, if you know what? If people would stop showering, if let's say we're the three kids that decided we're never going to shower again and we're going to come to school every day. Trust me. After around a month, the whole class would turn around and say to them, Hello? You're smelling up our room. We cannot sit and learn with you in the room. Please either take a shower or don't be here. Because people would be offended by their smell. People need to be offended by these behaviors. And people need to say, this is not acceptable. The same way I was once in a show. I have these crazy things that happen to me. And there was this one kid who was like, he wasn't such a kid. And he wanted to embarrass his father. So now imagine this. It's a from shul on Shabbat morning by Musaf. He pulls out a cigar and he lights it up in the middle of the shul. He starts smoking a cigar in shul. And everybody's looking at him like, what? what, what, what like, hello? It was the most bizarre thing you ever saw in your entire life. And so who, who expects to smell cigar smoke in shul? So... Ten people, like, immediately, like, just walked over to him and, like, escorted him out of show and said, like, you know, hasta la vista, my friend. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So, because it was such a bizarre thing to look at. Why don't we look at bullying that way? Why don't we look at someone who's mean to another person and say, like, it's just as crazy as somebody lighting up a cigar in the middle of show. It's disgusting. It's horrible. It's offensive. And that's what I'm saying. We need to do that. Someone hurts another person. We need to. Maisha Benu walked out and he saw another Jew hitting another person. And, he, he, and he, 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 he couldn't hold back. We have to be no Chaver. We have to put a stop to it. We must. On the bus, when there are no adults to enforce it, we have to do it. And we have to react that way. We have to say this behavior is disgusting. All right. Thank you for your point. Um, I want to tell you that I enjoy your show very much. My sister wants to speak. Okay, thank you very much. I enjoy it, too. Let me hear what your sister has to say. Hello? Hi, sister. How are you? Good. Um, I wanted to say that, like, for vacation, we went on a few trips, and then my mother um, took me to, like, a park. In the park, I was watching, like, these, these, like, five-year-old kids, like, doing gymnastics, and they were, like, picking up their feet all the way, and, like, it's, like, they turn their head a teeny bit. He just would shriek at them and get them so nervous. And the mother was trying to get the teachers like that. That way, it's 
the children could be the best. And right, and and, and lahavdil, lahavdil. How different is it to be someone who has Torah and has mitzvahs, right? Yeah, and also, um, like I saw her, like she was making a big flip in the air with one foot up, one foot down, and like twisting her hands and her hands, and then take one hand went in the wrong direction. She was screaming, her whipping her up. Right. Crazy. Never, never. Okay. Well, I'm glad that's not us. Thank you for calling. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Um, yes, I want to tell you that, like, when I go on the bus, like, we have these, like, little, like, six-year-olds on the bus, and they always act up. Like, one day they came with a, like, like poster, and all of them were, like, in the front seats, and everyone was walking on the bus. They started, like, smacking everyone on their head. And, like, when I came on the bus, I said, stop it. It's not cute. Like, what are you trying to do? You're not going to get attention. You're smart. And then they stopped. Right. You're smart because you know what? Because you care, and you want to teach them that it's not cute. And I, and they must, I don't know why they think it's cute. Sometimes little kids, six-year-olds, they give them the benefit of the doubt. Six-year-olds don't always know the difference between cute and not. But you tell them, like, it's not cute. People don't think it's funny. Yeah, and, like, we got a new bus driver recently. So, um, like, the, the boys were, like, acting up. They kept saying, like, like what's your name? And, like, making fun of him. And Aye. the bus was like, I would rather not have you. And they were making really big yeah. So I'm I'm happy that you're speaking up, and I wish other kids would do the same. Thank you for calling, okay? Okay, thank you. I really enjoy your show. I like it, too. Thank you for telling me. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hello, you're on the air. Whoa. Hi. Lower your Hi. Hi. Um, I have a problem with my friend, but it's not really about the bus. Okay, that's okay. What is it? Um, I have a friend, and she, um, she kind of told me this morning that she doesn't want to be my friend, and I didn't know why, and it really hurt my feelings. Oh, so I feel that that's terrible when someone tells you that, and and you know what? If she doesn't want to be your friend, and she doesn't tell you why. So that probably makes you feel really, really bad. But how old are you? I'm 10. You're 10? Is, did, she, did, did, she, did something happen? Did you have an argument? Um, no, I think someone just told Bashanara about me, and it really hurt my I feel so bad for that person that told Bashanara about you. That person that told Bashanara about you is in deep water. Because they're doing this at 10 years old. And they don't, if they don't cure their disease, they're in for a disastrous life. Listen, just be yourself and tell this friend, well, I will, I want to still be your friend. And I hope you'll come back and come around and be my friend again. Don't retaliate. Don't say something silly like, well, I don't want to be your friend either. Because that's silly. Say, you know what? It makes me feel bad that you don't want to be my friend. And I'm not sure why. I hope it's not because you fell into the big trap of listening to someone's Lush and Hara. Because if you did, then it's, it's a, that's tragedy. But I am your friend. I've been your friend. And I want to continue to be your friend. And she'll eventually come around. It, 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 I believe that she will. Okay? Okay. Thank you. But don't feel bad. Because it's probably not about you. Okay. Okay. 
Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Um, um, there's like five years old, I'm um, five years, um, five-year-old kids on the bus. And we have a new bus monitor and try to make fun with him. And, and, and he tells, um, the bus monitor tells the kids, sit down, they, um, they sit down, then they stand up and make funny faces in back of him. Hey. And I tell them, and I tell them, I'm stopping, like, you're not showing golf. Uh-huh. And do they listen? No. No, it's hard. They're five-year-olds. Five-year-olds, five the best thing to do with five-year-olds is to keep them occupied with a game or something. Very hard to, like, keep five-year-olds calm. They had a long day also in school. It's not so simple. So, like, I wouldn't scream at a five-year-old because I would feel bad at them, but I would, like, try and convince them to sit in their seats. All right. Okay. Um. Someone told me you're a social worker. I'm a psychologist. What? I'm a psychologist. It's kind of like okay. it, it's almost the same thing, just like few, like a lot more years of school. But anyways, why? I don't know. You told me you're a cooler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what. That, that's one of the things I do. Okay. Okay. I really love your show. Thank you. I love it too. It's because the callers like you, my friend. Okay. What? It's because of callers like you that it's a great show, not because of me. It's because we have great okay. kids. Okay, thanks. Good night. Good night. Hi, you're on the Hello. air. Hello. Hi. Hi. So I wanted to say last week I called and everyone was saying, um, my sister wants to talk, my brother wants to talk. Right. So I said my dog wants to talk as a right. joke. So I don't know if anyone realized that it was a joke. Yes, I think they did because if you have a dog that talks, then you'd probably be famous. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and also, I wanted to say that um, it doesn't really have to be so much with what people are talking about, but it has to do with the bus. Um, right. Two of my friends are sitting on the bus, and one of them said, oh, shoot, I forgot to bring my camera. She's like, why? She's like, because I wanted to take a picture of Miss So-and-so, my teacher. Um, she was actually my substitute. So she's like, it's fine, I, ha I have mine. She used it. And because we have to take pictures for our yearbook for features and things. Mm -hmm. So she she looked up and she saw someone staring at her. So she's like, who's staring at me? And she, she looked closer and she realized it was that teacher. So people really have to be careful what they're saying because you never know who's on the city bus. That's true. That's true. But you want to know something? If we're talking about the city bus, I used to ride down Coney Island Avenue and to Torah Das on the city bus. And I used to be so proud of B'nai Torah because... B'nai Torah that used to ride up and down the city bus compared to the other kids used to get on used to make tremendous Kiddush Hashem. And you know something? The girls that also get on the Ocean Avenue bus also a big Kiddush Hashem. They get on. They're very happy. Go lucky girls. That's beautiful. But they're mechunachim, mechunachot. I mean, they're well trained. They're, they're, they're pleasant and they're polite. And I, I think that it's fine to have a little fun with a camera on the city bus. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And they, she didn't say anything bad about the teacher. She didn't say that I want to take a picture of the teacher's like ugly face. She said she wants to take a picture of the teacher. So it's not a bad thing. Alright. Alright, thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you? Good, I have a question. Sure. Um, if someone's on the bus is bothering me and I know that if I tell a teacher they're going to bother me more, what should I do? I think you should get your friends who are on the bus to say, listen, this kid bothers me on the bus. Could you, like, sit around me and, like, protect me? And, like, when he comes over to me, say, like, get lost. 
or, or hey, leave him alone. That's what I would do. I would get my friends and make sure that I sat around my friends and so they could create like a, a barrier for you. So this kid comes around you, he's, he's going to see you're like occupied. Okay. okay. Thank you. Bye. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Yes. Um, I wanted to um, know, um, on my box, there's like a few kids. And there's like um, two other kids in the morning and like a few kids in the afternoon. And one kid, he's very annoying and he's, um, he's a little like bullish. What should I do? I think you should take the advice I just said. You should tell him, you know, it's not cute. People don't like it. And get other people. I know, but no, he doesn't care. He's like, he's like the type that would like, um, he would like fight back. And he was like, he he's sensitive, but he's cruel. I hear. And like everybody, I, and I, I don't like hurt people's feelings, but also I don't like when people hurt my feelings. I hundred percent. So I like think- today, like I was um, um on the bus. Uh, he said he said he mentioned this because they got something really weird. He said he's gonna sell it for me. And then also today he like when I was at school and he started like bothering me a lot. I would tell him to stop. I would tell him you can't bother me and please stop. And if he doesn't, then I would try and protect myself. You know, if you brought a game on the bus and you were playing with the person next to you or like two people, then you know, you just you can get into a game and like not even not even pay attention to a guy like that. A person like that. But the only problem is he, he doesn't care if y'all keep going on you. And and also we've already tried a hundred stuff on him. Even we have a matron. So so she 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 tells him he's gonna she's gonna but she could never call his mom or else he's gonna like freak out and he's gonna kill us. I I feel really bad for this kid. I think you should what? I feel bad for him. Because he doesn't realize that he's gonna have no friends. And that, that, he doesn't have really any friends. I don't think he has any friends. But Keith says he doesn't have any friends. So that's why he's acting this way. I feel bad for him. But the only problem is that that's the reason why he doesn't have any friends. I know. It's Catch-22. So anybody out there that's like this kid, listen well. Because you don't got friends because this is what you do. If you stop doing it, you'll get friends. You probably have a lot to offer also. But you don't, the only way to get attention is not by being a bully. That's retarded. That's ridiculous. He's like, he's like not sort of a bully, but he's like, sort of like a bother. He's like very bothersome. I hear. I hope he grows up. Thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, good evening. How are you? I am so good. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Um, I want to say two things. One about the Olympics and one about busing. Okay. How about busing the Olympics? No, I'm joking. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it called again? Um, so the Olympics, most, a lot of these kids are really, like, unhappy, like, because they feel they don't have fulfilling lives. Right. But if someone's Jewish, they always feel something to be happy about, and no one can take that away from us. So true. So true, because Kosh Baruch gave us the Torah and the mitzvot, and we have always what to do and what to strive for. That's so true. That's my point. I love that. Thank you for, re- thank you for reinforcing my point. Thank you. And also, um, with busing, I want to say that no matter what bus you go on, whoever drives you, I think you should be really, really polite because um, to the driver, 
because it's a really rough job to like go through the streets and like that's traffic and all true. that. That's true, but you know something? <laughs> it's not only that the bus drivers like it when you're polite to them, but then when they see kids fighting, they say, oh, so they're polite to adults, but they're not polite to one another. So it's just any Kiddush Hashem that they made, being nice to the bus driver goes out the window when kids are not nice to each other. That's so true. It's very important. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Have okay. a great night. You Bye. too. Thanks. Bye. Hi, this is Simcha Cohen, and you are on the air. Me? You. Hi. Um, what's the call? I wanted to say, like, when you were talking about, like, city buses before. Yep. So um, my teacher was saying that, that she one time asked the, one of the city bus drivers um, if they like working, like, in this neighborhood. And, um, and the bus driver said that he likes working in this neighborhood, but he, he likes it even more when the Jewish people come on. That's such a beautiful thing. And I know a Jewish man who was a bus driver, and he said that the Jewish people, well, he said that, that the, the, the from people in this neighborhood are the nicest people. They're just the nicest people. They say thank you, and they, they're very polite, and, and, and I think that that's, that's a beautiful thing. But thank you. And also, um, every time, like a lot of times, like when kid, like little kids go on the bus, so like sometimes like kids bring snack and then they they throw their snack bags on the floor, but like sometimes they don't realize, so it's not like they're full. Yeah, they're but, little. But well, wait. First of all, I don't get that it's not their fault. Okay. Because they're little, so they don't realize that they're doing it. But they need to realize it because you know something. Just because the kid's little, that doesn't mean that. He, he or she should know that they're messing up someone's bus. You know, a bus driver, at the end of the day, has to deliver their bus to the company clean and all, all spick and span, which means that they have to go sweep out their bus. Now, imagine they're driving kids around all day with screaming in their head, and then they pull their bus in, and they want to go home and eat dinner. Trust me. But they got to go hose down their bus and sweep up their bus? That's not fair. That's why I think that, like, like school buses, like yellow school buses, they should have, like, comfortable seats for the kids and, like, and like and like seat belts so the kids will be seated, like, easier because they'll want to sit down because it's, like, better seats and, like, there's, like, seat belts. And they should make it, like, mandatory to wear a seat belt or else they'll get kicked off the bus. That's a good idea if we lived in Abu Dhabi where there's, like, millions and millions of dollars. In New York City, there, 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 there's not enough money for that. So I think that while we have our uncomfortable seats, we're going to have to, like, try and sit down. But you have a good point. And also, like, like old, in my school, old, the 7th and 8th grade, they have to get, like, metro cards for the city bus. They can't go on, like, school buses. Right. So they get, like, student passes. But um, some kids that live, like, very far from school, then they, they only get half fear. So I think that's, like, really not fear. I think so, too. But I don't know how I don't know how to handle that. That's like a city thing. But and also, and also, um, um, every single time, like whenever, like I don't usually go on buses because I live like two blocks away from school, and so whenever I go on a city bus or like or like a regular bus or or like a coach bus, so I always, if I remember, I try to say thank you to the bus driver. Okay, that's terrific. Thank you for thank the great you. call. Okay, Good night. Good night. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, I wanted to um, correct some details from like two weeks ago. I think it was, was a story. Um, so, I 
I really, I did not steal the knapsack. My name is Rukhama. I did not steal the knapsack. Okay, it you know what? Thanks for calling. It's not, thank what? you. Thank you for calling. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. How are you? Every, every day by the bus, the bus matters, um, um, they, 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 they beat, they beat us up. They beat us up to sit down. They beat you up to sit down. That's a terrible thing. And I don't think that anybody should be able to beat anybody up on the bus. But I have another thing that worries me, which is why aren't you sitting down? Because um, everybody's pushing me up to sit up. Ah, okay. So I think that the trick to this is, even though no one should ever hit anybody or push anybody down, but the most important thing is you got to sit down because it's a safety issue. So who, do you know who you sit next to on the bus? You sit next to the same person every time? No. Okay. So maybe get a seat with a friend and bring like a game or a book or something. And this way you could enjoy the time ho- home and, and, and you can get home safely. All right? Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. How are you? Yeah, um, I have a question. Sure. But it doesn't have to do with bus rides. Okay, go ahead. Um, I really want to go to sleepaway camp, but my mother said we can't afford it. Okay, so I think that that's a subject that we could talk about probably after Pesach. Um, no, we need to apply now, otherwise you're not going to be accepted. Uh-huh. That's a problem. I don't know how we could solve that on the radio. But sleepaway camp could be a subject for a different time. I don't know how to help you with that one. I'm sorry. Sleepaway camp isn't, like, the greatest. You can have the day camps in Brooklyn are unbelievable. You can have a great summer here in Brooklyn. and You can, you don't have to wait in lines for anything. Okay? Okay, thank you. You got it. And be considered from the parents. Sometimes they don't have some money, you know? That's right. And this is a very important issue. It is a very important issue. But you know what? But listen... But the day camps are great. And I don't know. Okay. Now you're on the air. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Good. What's going on? Oh, I wanted to say that all the boys and voices are are the same. And also, um, one time my my in my class by his bus driver, um, um, his bus driver pulled out um, a yarmulke and citrus and he put it on him to show everybody that he's a kid. And on um, my bus, someone, he was in a seat and his friend came to his house. So he went on the bus, his friend. So he said, okay, my friend's here. So he'll make a lot of trouble. He'll think he's cool. So he thought he was cool. Like, made trouble. He started to eat. And right. also... Uh, we we changed bus drivers now. So the one of our, our bus driver he said everybody that they should be safe, they should buckle up. And when he said it, then after um, he didn't buckle up himself. Oh boy, I hear you. Okay, see that. But the point is that it's kind of like a free for all on the buses. But I don't think that. I think that it's a safety issue. I think that everybody needs to like, try and find something to do on the buses instead of being bored, right? Okay. Okay, thanks for calling. 
Um, my brother also said when he want an uh, um, aviator, um, he want them as Abash with front um, J radio. Well, he said no. So then when he yesterday when he went to aviator the ice skating, he asked him to put on J radio and he put on J radio. Hooray for aviator! Okay, everybody should go to aviator because they play J radio. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you for your show. Very okay. nice. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you know we have like a few more minutes. And we're going to take one more caller, and then I'm going to wrap it up. Okay, so whoever this is is the last caller. How are you? Hello? Hi. Huh? Hi. Yeah, I have have something about the buses. Ever since one of the bus companies closed it down, so they got new bus drivers. So these bus drivers are not talented, so they they don't have to install the buses. So they let the kids do whatever they want, and that... So our principal said that we are that we are responsible for the kids, but the kids say that that you know we we what's it called have to have to take care of you, but the kids say no, we don't. It's the, uh-huh. it's the bus driver's fault. So then, so then this gets us in, in trouble by the principal. I don't think a bus driver should be in charge of kids' behavior. I think kids need to be in charge of themselves' behaving. Bus driver's got to drive the bus. That's his job. Kids need to behave. Anyways. So we're about to wrap up tonight. This is 9 o'clock Wednesday night. A lot of great callers. And I really want to say that, you know what, the, the show's really been so much better. And I want to thank Nisim Lazari for staying because he really, really makes the show so much better. We have the show, this calls are seen, and we get some really quality, quality kids calling in. And we spoke about buses tonight. Now, next week, we are going to have a different topic. And the topic is going to be about midwinter vacation and whether we think it should be, it shouldn't be, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And what about those kids that do go away, that don't go away? I was in, I was with a bunch of kids and I'm going to California, I'm going to here, I'm going to there. I felt like I was like, I don't know what. And it was a little ridiculous. What are the great things we can do at home on midwinter vacation? That's what we're going to be talking about. This is, Dr. Simcha Cohen. If you want to reach me, you could email me at askdrsimcha at gmail.com. That's askdrsimcha at gmail.com. And I, you want to ask me a question, you want me to speak, I can do a lot of different things, but you can reach me that way and hopefully I answer emails. If you have a suggestion for a show topic, you could do it also by sending me an e- email at askdrsimcha at gmail.com. We're wrapping it up at 9 o'clock. Thank you very much for all the great callers, and it's time to leave.